Welcome to Security Stories, where we're going to discuss the good, the bad, and the lies that come with being a security guard. On today's episode, we're going to go over more videos regarding security guards and things they can do better or things that they have completely failed on. Warning, this episode is likely to have inappropriate language and discussions involving violence. Welcome to another episode of Security Stories, where I'm going to be reacting to and reviewing more security guard videos. So let's get down to it. Oh, the music. Oh boy. Okay, so uh, the description is, when will security guards understand Denver Metro audits get assaulted. Uh, So they have cameras outside of a locked door that has various signs on there that are too blurry to read. And a man comes to answer the door, but I can't hear what they're saying over the music. Okay, uh, so they're attempting to gain access to presumably Denver Metro. Um, While they're trying to gain access to it, the presumably the security guard, who's just a man dressed in a red shirt, uh, doesn't seem to say security anywhere on his uniform, uh, continues to lock the door, and what they're trying to tell him is that it's a fire code violation. Uh, In many cases, this is true. Um locking doors can be a fire code violation uh but that's not always the case it could just be something that they are uh spinning their wheels on trying to gain access Uh, these guys clearly are uh, first amendment auditors and he's actually sticking his foot into the uh sliding doors trying to prevent the doors from being closed so the supposed security guard uh slams both sliding doors shut on his foot uh, he does not remove his foot. He then kicks his foot out of the way, slams the door shut, and locks it. Okay, so that just seems to be the end of that. Um, 
if it is in fact a government building and it is uh, operational hours uh, they should be allowing people access to it uh, they can lock their doors for a variety of reasons uh, closing time obviously uh, but also for safety issues if for some reason they feel that the auditors are being unsafe or a threat to anyone they could lock the doors but if they're doing that they should also be contacting law enforcement uh, the video unfortunately is just too short for me to comment further um, but usually First Amendment auditors will uh, gain access to the lobby of a lot of governmental buildings uh, post office for example uh, they will go into the lobby of a post office and just record and it's lawful and the post office all the way to the top has said that it's lawful so it's just something that makes people uncomfortable. Well, uh, let's see what's next. All right, this is my duty setup as an armed security guard. I've been doing it for about a year now, armed and about three unarmed. Okay, so the title for this is my EDC as an armed security guard in Florida. Uh, for those of you that don't know, EDC is everyday carry. Uh, he is in a you know, standard armed security uniform, uh, BDU style pants, you know, tactical pants, cargo pants, uh, with a tactical vest and a sidearm. Uh, he is in one of the companies that actually offers a metal badge. Uh, that is from state to state. Some states do not like uh, security guards actually having a badge. Some states don't care. Um, so definitely check to make sure that's okay in your state. Uh, I know there's some guys who like to go out and buy their own tactical equipment and they want to look as close to law enforcement as possible. That badge uh, can get you in more trouble than you realize, especially from the local criminals or tweakers who think you're a cop and they want to just go mess with the local cop. Um, so if you don't have to wear a badge, I don't recommend it. Okay, so showing off his uh, Smith & Wesson M&P shield. Um, good positive control on the weapon. Uh, finger was out of the trigger well. Uh, you'll see quite a few videos where people have their finger on the trigger, and that is just a big no-go. Smith & Wesson knife I keep on my vest, as well as a flashlight. It's a very bright flashlight. The company I work for provides a body cam, and this is a AR-500 rated vest. Okay, AR-500, not, you know, not bad. I mean, there's better, definitely better out there. Uh, but, I mean, if the company's providing it, that's what you got. Uh, he said the company's also provided a body cam. That's great. Uh, body cams are becoming the norm in security for a lot of good reasons. Uh, and if you don't have one, you know, if your company doesn't provide one, definitely consider just buying your own for your own personal security. You know, that way, you know, if you're dealing with a situation and you got a lot of he said, she said going on, law enforcement gets involved or your supervisor gets involved, you can sit there and go, well, hey, boss, look at this. You know, they're lying. Or, hey, uh, it'll help you write your report better because maybe it catches something that uh, you didn't catch in the moment. I keep a mag holder with two extra magazines, and I carry a backup weapon in various places on my body, uh, a shield. Okay, see, so yeah, carrying two extra magazines, that's great. So he's got three magazines total, probably around 45 rounds or more on him. I'm not sure uh, what the standard magazine capacity for an MMP shield is. Um, I'm going to have to rewind that 
uh, I can't really see where he's pulling his backup pistol from. Having a backup pistol is not a bad idea, um, just in case your weapon becomes disabled or you lose control of your weapon for whatever reason, you have your backup. It seems like he pulled it straight out of a pocket though, rather than a holster. And maybe, maybe he just has a really good conceal holster and I can't see it in the video. Um, but if you're gonna have a weapon on you, always have a holster. Um, if it's your open carry duty weapon, you gotta make sure it's a retention holster. Uh, if it's concealed, make sure it's a good quality concealed holster. You know, that way you don't lose grip on your weapon while you're walking or moving around. So, you know, definitely don't go cheap. You don't have to get the most expensive equipment out there, but definitely don't get the worst either. That's it. Alright, this is my Okay, so that's all that was. Uh, just an armed security guard showing off his uh, daily rig. Um, you know, e even if you're not doing armed security, uh, if, you, if you have to wear a stab vest or a ballistic vest or even just a duty belt, you know, you always want to position your stuff so that it's easy for you to access and so that it's tight to the body. Uh, so that if you have to go running or just any kind of maneuvering, that you're not going to lose equipment, that your duty belt's not going to be all over the place, that gear is not just falling out. Um, so always make sure your equipment's tight and make sure it's in the best possible position for you to acquire your equipment when needed. Okay, so what's this one here? Oh, that's... I think I've commented on this one before. Uh, so what we have here is a staircase, very short one, uh, with a teenager and a skateboard. And he's trying to do some sort of trick to go over the stairs. Uh, and you have a uniform security guard who either trips the teenager with, at his ankle or at the board with his foot, causing uh, the teenager to fly over the stairs and then uh, hit the ground incredibly hard. Oh, that has got to hurt. Okay, so just based on the look, and body positioning. I'd say the teenager probably broke his arm. Um, huge no-go from the security guard. I know some people really get up in arms about the whole no skating, no rollerblading, no cycling on private property. And usually what that stems from is a desire to prevent injuries and lawsuits. <clears throat> so, you know, you've got a kid on the property just skating and trips over a curb and then mom and dad go and sue the plaza because their kid was out doing stuff kids do. Um, it's not unheard of, it happens. And it's usually why you'll see signs like that on private property and then you'll have a security guard who just goes over and, hey, can you guys not do that? Uh, it's not something I've ever gotten hugely concerned about. Um, usually when I see bicycles on the property, I'm more concerned about shoplifters than I am about them doing tricks and whatever. Uh, Usually, and it's usually certain kinds of bicycles. It's not like, you know, a BMX bike. You're usually looking at, like, a grown man riding a little kid's bike. And you'll see him run out of, like, say, Ross with just a bag full of stuff, hop on the little kid's bike, and pedal away. It's actually kind of comical. But uh, this, huge no-go. Uh, if I was this guy's, you know, boss, I'd probably fire him. Um, yeah, <laughs> he broke a kid's arm over skating. Who cares? So he's skating. He's doing what kids and teenagers do, which is dangerously fun, stupid stuff. You know, kids have not changed. 
and they're not going to change. They're going to keep doing dumb, stupid things to have fun. And yeah, you, you know, go ask them not to do it, document it, whatever. Don't injure the kid just because they're skating on the property. That's completely messed up. Okay, so this next one's kind of long. We'll see if we can skip parts of it without missing all the good stuff. Uh, it's titled, Tyrant Allied Security Guard. Loses it. Goes crazy. Doesn't know law. First Amendment audit. Failed job. Okay. That's a, that's a very bad title. Very long. Very convoluted. But uh, yeah, let's check it out. Can you give me the county uh, manager for here, please? What do you need him for? Um, because I want to speak to him. In reference to what? Science. Science. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, that's interesting. Um, they have Allied Security, you know, typical gray, black uniform, if you've ever seen Allied. Uh, they're one of the larger security companies in the world right now. Uh, they hire a lot of people. Um, not, a, not a bad starting gig, honestly. Uh, they just don't, they're not very competitive pay-wise. They have a lot of cool gear. You know, you'll have a good uniform, uh, good equipment, and depending on the job site, it could, it could even be really a chill place to work. Um, but they are more of a quantity over quality. They need bodies. They need bodies bad. Um, I will give them this, though. They do do a lot of online training, which is interesting, which covers a lot of uh, random security information and knowledge. Um, including First Amendment audits of all things, uh, which is, of course, what this is. Um, and this video was uploaded two weeks ago. Uh, so I know for a fact Allied has an online First Amendment audit training program uh, that they've Im implemented a couple of years ago. I still got some buddies who work for Allied. And yeah, that, that training covers how to deal with First Amendment auditors, explains what they are, what they do. Uh, so this guy here, you know, is obviously doing his audit. Uh, but he's trying to speak with someone, uh, one of the managers at a government building, about signage. Um, so the security, uh, security guards are doing what they should. Hey, what are you doing here? Who are you here to see? How can we help you? That's all understandable. The signs are still incorrect. Sure. Yeah, sure. Can you start recording, Charles? So the guy's trying to explain that some kind of public signage or governmental signage. And the recording, that's why I need you to call the manager. The recording does not stop here. The recording stops past that counter. No, 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 no. It does. It does. I'm telling you. And I'm telling okay. you. Okay, he's getting into an argument with the security guard about where they're allowed to record in a public lobby. Um, yeah, any kind of government building, you know, whether, whether it's a post office or you know, police station, what, what have you, you're allowed to record in the lobby. Now, beyond the lobby, that's a different thing. That could be private offices or offices that have private information. Uh, so you're typically not allowed to go and record past the lobby. But in the lobby, yes, you can record. I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah, I, I dealt with you last I time, you right? I thought you lost your job the last no, time. No, I didn't. 
Nine Fire almost got a promotion. I doubt okay? it. Okay? I doubt it. You're not going to be recording here. We have signs on the door. Okay. Uh, promotion with Allied. Um, it does depend on the contract. But there's not a whole lot of upward mobility. So, yeah, you'll have, you know, your typical security guard. Then you might have a shift supervisor. Um, you might have a senior supervisor. And then from there, it kind of goes to operations and maybe a few other positions. But those are those are more like dealing with getting new contracts, being in charge of a contract or a job site or being in charge of a, of a region that has multiple contracts. Uh, they don't have a whole lot of uh, upward mobility when you think of like security at the team level. You know, like running like a four-man security team or running it. It's not like the army or uh, the police department. You know, yeah, they have a lot of bodies and a lot of contracts, um, but they're just not organized the same at the lower levels. Signs are incorrect, okay. so I'm asking you to give me the minute. I'm no. not going to stop recording. I'm okay. not going to stop it. Then I'm going to escort you out of here. Get out of here right now. Do you okay, so security guard physically touched the guy. He said, "I'm going to escort you out of here." physically grabbed the guy recording uh no go definite no go he has not presented himself as a threat so there's no need to get physical uh there are times where you will have to physically escort a person off the property um this has not reached that at least not for me and do you understand me get out of here right now what is he? Please go grab the county manager, no, please. I'm not getting the manager right now. Please go grab the county manager. No. Uh, <laughs> the security guard again, is fiddling with some kind of tool. He appears flustered, agitated, uh, likely because the guy is not cooperating. And that that is definitely one of the difficult things with working security for a government building, or honestly, even say an apartment complex or a condo. People don't always have to do what you say <laughs> because it's not really private property. It's public property or it it's private property that you have limited control over. If I have to ask you to stop recording in here, it's not going to go well for you. Okay? Were you recently injured in a car accident? Uh, I went into an ad. Look at this check. Let's try and skip that. Okay. The signs are incorrect. Okay. I'm going to ask you to go okay. get well, the Department of Health. Okay, well, we have signs, so if they're not to your liking, okay. that's on you. I'm going to ask you to go get okay. the Department of Health. Okay? Okay. Yeah, no problem. I'm going to ask you. That's actually a huge incorrect thing. Uh, if the signs are not to your liking, that's on you. Um, it is not. Uh, well, it, it is known that government, uh, local governments have screwed up signage before. Um, a good one would be like what happened in Texas with the open carry Texas movement, uh, where they were doing signage about open and concealed carry, and a lot of businesses were doing incorrect signage per the law. So uh, places that would do incorrect signage. You would have people go and do open carry protests, kind of like a, a First Amendment audit, but it's more like a Second Amendment audit. Um, so if the signage is incorrect, uh, it kind of means you don't have to follow it. But again, that's state per state, city per city. So, you know, just if you're going to try and flirt with that, trying to tiptoe that line, just make sure, you know, you're on the right side of things so you don't get hemmed up uh, with the law. So just make sure you do your reading. Go get the Department of Health guy. Okay? No, I, I, I've already called somebody, so we can okay. call somebody, but I don't want you in your camera. I don't okay. care what you want. You okay. just put well, your I don't hands care on what me. You want you just put I really don't care what you want so either. You can get out of okay. here. You can leave. You're dismissed. No, you're dismissed. Did you get him on camera pushing me? Okay. Thank you. Okay, very important thing for the recorder. He's got a partner who's kind of in the peripheral. Uh, so he 
the initial recorder, he's actually going to be the one dealing with people, talking with people, being the uh, agitator, so to speak. And the uh, partner is going to be the peripheral recorder, the guy in the background that people aren't really going to be paying attention to. So this gives them uh, two chances to record everything uh, for their own safety and for any legal reasons. So, for example, you can see on the initial, on the first recorder where he's being pushed, or we can see where the security guard goes to grab his arm. I'm sure the secondary recorder got a much better picture of that. The client services area is right there. This is everywhere I can go. <clears throat> Mr. Tough Guy over here. Yeah, I heard you got arrested last time. I sure did not. I have no videos of me being arrested, so good luck on that one. Oh, uh, the recorder is Albuquerque Audit, so this looks like New Mexico. Um, the security guard and the recorder, the auditor, appear to have some kind of prior rapport. Uh, seems like they've gotten into some issues in the past with each other, probably at this same location. Shut the fuck up talking to me. Stop talking to me. Shut up, Oh, suck a dick. Suck a dick. Get out of here right now. Do you understand me? Get out of here right now. <laughs> you got this? Okay, the security guard is uh, forcefully pushing the person. Get out of here right now. Get out of here. Off of me. What a good motherfucker. Oh, there appears to be a fight. Chill out, dude. Get out of here right now. The security guard has pulled up a song. Chill out. Completely unacceptable. The auditor has not pulled a weapon, has not presented themselves as a threat. The security guard is agitated and angry because the auditor is not following his instructions. And so now he's become rash and he's about to make a huge mistake. Turn around. <coughs> Definitely you not happening. Detained, Definitely not happening. Turn around. Right now. <clears throat> Turn around. Not maintaining positive control of that baton. It's constantly switching from hand to hand. He lost control of his communication device, of the radio. He is telling the auditor to turn around and is making motions that he's going to uh, detain him or arrest him. Uh, unknown if he has handcuffs. Very interesting. Hey, you need to get him right now before he loses his life. You need to get him right now. The auditor seems to be walking towards the guard. I came here to ask you a couple questions, and he just assaulted me and pushed me in my face. He just punched me in my face. I need you to tell him to back up before I hurt him. I'm trying to have a conversation with you. I will try to keep it simple. We're not talking to you. Shut the fuck up. You shut up. We're not talking to you. Shut the fuck up. You can talk to when they get there. Shut up. Your guys' signs on the building are still incorrect. I would like to see if we can fix them. Your client services are behind the counter. We are still allowed to record inside the building. He's telling me I can't record inside can't the building. Record, I can. There's no client services in the lobby. There are client services. Public, private health information. Where? Where? Can you show me where? Because there. Okay, so security guard seems to have calmed down. Now that there appears to be some form of management, uh, likely from their uh, client or their contractee. 
uh, they're still debating over the uh, signing issue, which is good. It's a good way to de-escalate, get back to the original issue you were there for. No kind of services handling inside the lobby. Tony's told you that you're not allowed back in the building. He can't. This is a public building. This is ran by the state and the county. And I've already well, shut, the shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Uh, the security guard is motioning towards the auditor with his baton. The batons is uh, a collapsible or a telescopable baton. Uh, so basically what that means is that it will extend uh, when you make a sharp wrist motion. Uh, so he has not uh, collapsed the baton and returned it to its sheath. He is continuing to point it towards the auditor, which presents himself continuing to be a threat. I would consider it a threat. The, those batons can actually shatter bone if you ever hit somebody with one. Fuck up. I wish you would raise that baton at me, bitch. Nah, you need to tell him to back up. I'm trying to help. He just punched me in my fucking mouth. Do you see that? Fuck out of here. That's enough. I can't see. I can't see anything about it. You want to show him the recording? I wish you would raise that fucking baton at me, motherfucker. Let's, let's cool it. Tell him to back off, and that's how we'll pull it. He's backed off. No, he's not. He still has the baton. For life's uh, best moments, you deserve to. Get back the fuck up! Back the fuck up! Good luck! Good luck! Good luck! This is a county building. Matter of fact, let's go to the county. Let's go to the uh, Bernalillo County building right now. Fuck them. Let's go to the Bernalillo County. We'll get in. We'll get the state. We'll get fucking the hunger shit on them. Let's go. Fuck out of here! I can't record in a public line. Suck my dick, bitch. Yeah, keep moving, dude. Keep moving. I wish you would. I wish you would. Come on, what? Come on, bitch. Come on. Bring it. Come on. Bring it. You already punched. So after the auditor, obviously still angry and cussing. Uh, begins to disengage, walk away. They're going to go over to another government building, which is away from the security guard's area of operation. Uh, the security guard then proceeds to follow with the baton still out. Remember, once I'll knock you the fuck out, old break man. It. I will break your fucking yeah, jaw. Yeah, obviously, I, I will break you, right? your fucking jaw. Yeah, Raise that, that fucking guy. baton to me, Get bitch. You got a gun on your fucking hip, and you're going to fucking do that shit. Suck a dick, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> bitch, ass uh, regarding the baton, actually a lot of companies uh, don't like to use it. Uh, it's not primarily used as a defensive tool so much as it's used for shattering glass. Uh, for example, if a child were to be stuck in a vehicle, or if you were trying to get out of a, you know, if you had your normal doors blocked, but you could break a window to get out, you know, you use the baton for that. You can use it as a good defensive tool. It, it requires training and practice, and not enough security companies do a whole lot of training with it. You might get some basic training, but it's not like they follow up. So, you know, if you are going to carry a baton, just recognize it's a good tool for breaking glass and a couple other things, but if you're going to use it in a defensive situation, you're going to want to actually take the time to train with it and re-familiarize yourself with it periodically. Um, otherwise, it's just something that could get grabbed and taken from you. So you really want to be cautious with that. Yeah, looks like they're going to another building. I was expecting this just to be real quick and skip through a few clips, but uh, no, this escalated very quickly. I uh, just walked by another uh, allied security guard. Well, hello there. Hello. What's up? Nothing much. Shot. It looks like he went into a sign-in kiosk of some sort. Uh, Post-COVID, uh, a lot of 
well, even during COVID, a lot of office buildings, government and private, uh, switched to a kind of non-person sign-in, digital electronic sign-ins, uh, so that you can sign in with a key card or with a PIN code or even just set up like a guest visitor account to access buildings. And it would print you out a badge or at the very least just electronically log in that you're in the building um, rather than checking it with a front desk. Because they're, they're, uh, it used to be real common to see a security guard or a clerk uh, sign people in at a desk at the you know entrance to a building. And that desk would be either like a clerk's desk or a security desk of some sort. Hey, how's it going? Good, sir. Not bad. Is anybody gonna follow up? Yeah, absolutely. More than that, sir. So yeah, he's meeting with some other government employee. These look like important people. Uh, we're the first responders. <laughs> okay, different uniforms. That is uh, something that Allied does as well. Uh, and actually a lot of security companies do that, the larger ones. They have different uniforms for different contracts. So like, let's say you're working outside, you're probably gonna get a polo. If you're working inside, um, you're probably gonna get something more of like a class B type dress clothing, you know, like a dress shirt and slacks. Um, supervisors will end up wearing a white shirt usually, whereas uh, your regular security guards end up wearing a gray shirt. And, you know, that's all subject to change regardless. Sometimes the client just wants something different. The client might say, oh, we want, you know, our standard security guards in a white shirt and we want all of the supervisors in blue shirts and, you know, so on and so on. I didn't need a follow-up to see if anything's been done or what's going on. Do you want to go to the conference? Okay, let's see if we can skip past here if there's any more with the security guard. No, there doesn't seem to be. Um... One guy did comment, though. I will try and load and read that comment. Uh, I am a security guard with Allied. Uh, what probably happened is that the security guard got reassigned to another property. I highly doubt he lost his job. Okay. Uh, yeah, honestly, that is something that could happen. Um, sometimes when a security guard screws up, and if it's a large company, uh, what they'll do is, yes, it's kind of a form of punishment, but also because they still need bodies, uh, they'll transfer you to another site, you know, and it might not be a site you want, uh, but the client doesn't want you there anymore because you've become a nuisance or you've become a problem. So the supervisor or your operations manager, or what have you, you're in your chain of command, will transfer you and say, yeah, we've gotten rid of the problem. We got rid of the guy. And they didn't actually get rid of you or that security guard they just transferred you somewhere else. So instead of working at that office building, you're now working at some warehouse or some construction site or, you know, wherever. I've actually seen this happen a couple times uh, where someone screwed up so bad a client didn't want them on the property anymore. Uh, one time it was because a guy fell asleep and you know, he was really tired and he fell asleep on an overnight shift. And that, that sucks, but that's the job. You have to stay awake. And... Uh, the client happened to just go check out the property while he was there and caught him sleeping. Uh, they didn't fire him, which, you know, you can get fired real easily for doing that. Uh, they just transferred him to another site. They ended up putting him on day shift and he did fine. He wasn't doing those overnights anymore. Um, another one, he screwed up. He got way too uh, aggressive with a subject uh, during a shoplifting incident. 
and uh, turns out he got the wrong guy. Uh, he did not get a clear, hey, you know, like when you're dealing with shoplifting, uh, it's always prudent to get, and just wise, <laughs> to get the correct description. And sometimes you have to ask a store manager, hey, are you 100% sure this is the guy? And you don't go unless they say 100%. Well, the manager wasn't 100%, and the staff weren't 100%. We're like, well, we think that's the guy. So what's the correct call? Observe ask them to check the cameras, maybe drive by, you know, without your lights on, or maybe just do a walk by and see if you can get the guy's license plate, you know, real slow, get a, get a picture if you can, nice and low key. And then if it ends up being nothing, you know, you delete it and you walk away. And if it ends up being something, hey, you got his license plate, you got a picture, good for you. Um, this guy went full force and it was the wrong guy. Uh, but instead of firing him, I would have fired him. I was like, way too rash to be doing what you're doing. But they, they needed the bodies, and they transferred him to another site, some kind of construction site, as I recall. And he just didn't have anybody. His whole job was to sit there and make sure people didn't break in at night and steal copper wiring and tools. Um, so no issues of assaulting people there anymore. Okay, so that long one's over. Let's get to this new one here. It looks like Allied Security. Uh, video titled Punk Security Guard tries to stop us from filming. Put in this place by ZFG. Looks like ZFG is the name of the uh, auditor or the reporter. It looks like he is next to a sidewalk. So it looks like a public street and he's reporting a gated property of some kind. A fenced off property. It looks like either security or law enforcement of some kind is interacting with some individual. Okay, so that's actually something that's interesting. It does change uh, state per state, but a lot of states, uh, security guards have a license or a license number, uh, not, not really a badge number. Granted, some companies authorize a badge and they'll put uh, the license number on the badge or they'll put their own company's license number on the badge rather than the individual security guards. Um, but a lot of places, you actually do have to uh, present your security license upon request. Now, typically this is to law enforcement. 
um, or to the client, you know, to prove that you actually are security and you're supposed to work there. Um, I myself have ignored this, uh, given certain areas. Like if I'm on the bad side of town and, you know, you've got a sketchy guy in front of you, uh, and they're like, hey, security, show me your ID, prove to me your security. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Um, you know, little uh, gangbanger wannabe can call the cops and the cops can come ID me. I don't care. I'm not pulling my ID out just so they can try and swipe it or do whatever the hell they're trying to do, distract me from whatever. So, you know, situational awareness and, uh, you know, do it when you deem appropriate. Uh, if you do a lot of event security, you might see that, uh, you know, for concerts and such. Uh, but the security guard was telling this guy, this is private property. Uh, it, it very well could be. It's really hard to tell from the camera angle. Uh, but it did appear that he's next to a crosswalk and a road. So I would assume he's... I'm making an ass out of you and me. But I would assume that he is in public property. And the security guard said, you know, stop recording or the cops are going to come over here for you next. And the guy's like, okay, well, you know, send the cops over. Can you identify yourself as an employee of this area? And now the security guard's ignoring him. Good call. Maybe he realized he screwed up or he just didn't want to deal with it. But good call, but just kind of stay silent. Well, this guy seems pretty intoxicated. He wants to go to jail. He's asking him to arrest him, so. Yep, the uh, cops are now arresting the guy from the pool who was asking to be arrested. I work at this club. I work at this club. And I have this guy's going to be right here. He hasn't told me to leave. security guard is trying to, it's hard to tell if he's pointing to the cops and pointing to the auditor or the reporter or whoever the guy is, but he did point at the uh, guy reporting and in the direction of the cops it looks like. The cops are a little busy with something a little more important. That's, a, that's another thing. I think I touched on this on a previous episode. Uh, prioritize you know, what you're going to get law enforcement involved in. Uh, because they've got so much stuff. Especially depending on the city, they've got so much stuff going on. Uh, some of your petty problems. You know, Using the cops as a threat. Oh, we're going to have the cops arrest you. Oh, we're going to have the cops press charges. Oh, we're going to have the cops take you to jail. Like, seriously, don't use the cops as a threat. If someone did commit a crime worth the cops coming and checking it out, you know, fine, that's one thing. But don't use the cops as a threat, okay? Because there's going to be plenty of times where they can't show up, especially if you're in a city with the whole defund the police thing going on, or your police department's poorly funded, or just maybe it's a really bad day and they got a lot of actual crime going on, and they get to you a couple hours later. It's going to look real bad on you as security to say, oh, yeah, we're going to get the cops here. And a few hours later... They're like, oh yeah, hey, security, where's the cops? You know, it's it's just not a threat you want to use. It's a tool. It certainly is a tool. Uh, but yeah, don't use law enforcement as a threat. You have no control over their schedule, over their response times, over their dispatch, or even how they handle things. 
Sometimes they'll get on the property and they will not do what you think they're going to do. They're not going to arrest the person. They might just tell the person to kick rocks and get out of there. And the whole time you're sitting there saying, well, the cops are going to arrest you. They're going to charge you with this. They're going to take you to jail. And the cops get there and they're like, hey, man, just you know, get off the property. That happens. <laughs> so don't start promising things. Don't start threatening things and using the cops as like a boogeyman. It's not going to work out for you. Okay, what's this one? We kick things off in Orange County, Florida, where the defendant is making his second appearance here on court camp. Jeremy DeWitt. Did I say that right? Yes, sir. 41-year-old Jeremy DeWitt is charged with carrying a concealed weapon. The Orange County Sheriff's Office is very familiar with DeWitt. That's it? Just carrying a concealed weapon? Since DeWitt's been arrested several times in the past and oh, okay. convicted once for impersonating a police officer. Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> what the f it look like up to a dog? Get the f over before you find out. Stop pretending you're a police officer. DeWitt runs a security company that provides escort service during funeral processions. Uh, <laughs> but he has a long history of using this business to drive recklessly through traffic. Block intersections. Go past me! Go past me! And confront other drivers when he believes they're disrupting his services. Hey! Hello! Police eventually caught up with DeWitt and he was charged in two different counties with impersonating an officer and failing to register as a sex offender. He was released on bond. And that's when police catch up with him again. Ten months later. A deputy stops him along with one of his employees when he sees DeWitt carrying what appears to be a firearm. Don't reach for that firearm. Walk away from your bike. Keep your hands up. Keep your hands up. Go down to your knees. Do not reach for that firearm. You're being secure because you're openly carrying a firearm. What? You're openly carrying a firearm. It's illegal to openly carry a firearm in Florida. And after he's placed in cuffs, a deputy tries to remove DeWitt's helmet, which the faux police officer does not appreciate. What are you taking my helmet I'm trying to identify you because I can't see you. You're trying to identify me? When DeWitt learns why he's being arrested, he goes ballistic. DeWitt is furious with police and there seems to be only one thing on his mind. Give me a lieutenant! Give me a lieutenant! It was just plain view! It just plain view! Give me a lieutenant! Sit down! Sit down and be quiet! Where is the lieutenant? Where is the lieutenant? Where is the lieutenant? But the real police don't take kindly to his demands. Give me a lieutenant! This is not right. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? I'm a deputy. I'm not an officer. You don't tell me what to do. Stop yelling at me, and I'm going to stop yelling at you. Do not yell. Do not raise your voice to me. Yes, sir. Do you understand? You've already asked the sergeant for a lieutenant. You don't get to pick and choose who comes to the traffic stop. Yeah. 
taken to the station and officially charged with carrying a concealed weapon. But when it's later determined it was just an unloaded pepper ball gun. This online identifies as a Glock, basically a Glock replica. Can you show me on here anywhere? I mean, I don't know why you have a light on a less lethal, but can you show me anywhere on here where it gives anybody the idea that this is I not a firearm? I don't that, it's, that, that it's a less Sorry. lethal? I can't answer that. I don't, I don't make those. But you know they're less lethal. No, 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 I'm asking. I, I, I know. I, if I, I saw this, I wouldn't know that. That's for your friends, but you can save that for somebody else. Okay. Oh, sir? The charges are dropped. Wherever you want to go. Do you need a ride? <laughs> Where can I take you? Isn't it amazing how nice you guys are when you screw up? <laughs> Thank you. Let's go. Come on. But DeWitt's far from being out of the woods. Because of this recent arrest, his current bond is revoked. So DeWitt goes before the judge to clarify the situation. I was on bond. They revoked my bond with a new charge, but that charge was dropped. He has approximately 10 or 11 other cases that he's currently pursuing. Oh, you got a bunch of di different cases that are keeping you. Right. DeWitt's eventually set free with his bond back in place, but will still stand trial for impersonating a police officer. And if found guilty, he could be looking at five years in prison. Thank you, Your Honor. Have a good day. Yeah. Thanks for being a fan. Okay, that was uh, interesting. Everything uh, we heard there was going over cases from 2019 to 2021. Uh, previously, we had an episode, you know, titled "Not a Cop." We're security. We're not cops. Okay, don't don't try to pretend to be a cop. You know, yes, there are certain functions that overlap. You know, certain responsibilities that overlap with what police do and what security does, you're still not a cop, okay? You're not a police officer, you're not a sheriff's deputy, you're not whatever. That is not you, you're security. And there's nothing wrong with that, okay? But you gotta recognize what your role is, okay? Don't drive around pretending to be security. Don't put red and blue lights on your freaking security vehicle, you know? Also, why, 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 why would you spend the money? You know, why waste your money on that? You know, it's price of gas lately. You're gonna go buy red and blue lights to put on your freaking vehicle. You're gonna go and buy all this stuff to make you look like your security or like you look like from security to law enforcement. No, okay. That puts a target on your back. You get caught doing it. You're going to freaking jail. Okay, it's just not worth it. You know, if you want to be a cop. You know, go try and be a cop. If you can't because of whatever limitations, okay, fine. But you're still not a cop. Don't try and pretend to be one. You know, it's like trying to pretend to be a soldier. You know, that's it's equally fucked up. Don't do it. Um, regarding all that stuff he did, the, the concealed carry, the open carry, I guess that's an issue due to local state laws or because, well, I guess he hasn't been convicted of impersonating a police officer. So... Uh, I guess that's just local laws. It, the only crime being concealed carry or open carry. That's weird. But it is what it is. Some states are odd like that. And the pepperball gun. Uh, you know That can be an important tool to security. Previously we went over uh, tools of the trade. Uh, pepperball guns are relatively new. Um, they're expensive though. Uh, it's pretty much the same cost as a regular pistol. 
and uh, most of them operate on CO2. So you're gonna be replacing CO2 cartridges every shift. Even if you don't fire it, um, you're gonna be replacing CO2 cartridges every shift. Because you know, if it's something you need, you're not gonna have the time to load the CO2 cartridge. And hey, bad guy, uh, don't hit me while I'm loading this, okay? So that, that's a cost that not a lot of companies wanna deal with. Um, and then of course you are gonna need some training. You know, effectively it is kind of like a, a small paintball gun but it shoots, you know, pepper powder. Um, very useful tool. Some law enforcement agencies use it. So might be an option that you want to consider or your company wants to consider. But uh, hey, if you're doing that, you know, make sure it's uh, decal properly because the one in the video did actually look very similar to a firearm. Uh, if, if I was given a split second and someone pointed that at me, I, assume, I would assume it's a gun, you know. So be cognizant of your gear and what it looks like or what it might imitate. Don't alter your gear to make it look like something that it's not. I think this is where we'll end it for this episode. Uh, I just hope I've given you something to think about while you're working overnight or in those rough shady spots.